but you need to see your sales as an act of service in itself. And when you do, you eliminate this feeling of sales being self-serving because your offers are for your audience. They are fully for your dream client to get the results that they want to achieve. You're listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, a business and mindset coach who specializes in imposter syndrome. If you feel like you're not as smart, capable, or worthy as you actually are and that someone is going to find you out, then you've come to the right place. I went from being a struggling government worker, working my coaching business on the side, but feeling unworthy and burnt out to making multiple six figures, helping women overcome imposter syndrome so they too can sign clients, make bank, and have the business or career of their dreams. I am nothing special. I have a stuttering disability, ADHD, and I struggle with anxiety and depression. So if I can learn how to feel good enough and overcome my inner imposter, then so can you. Let's dig in. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, business coach, mindset coach, and imposter syndrome expert. And we are in August of 2023, which, holy crap, summer is literally going way too fast for my liking. It always feels so short. And how has your summer been? Mine has been so good, just enjoying the sunshine, going out on the lake, on my family's boat, hanging out with my parents and my sister, working with my incredible clients, and gearing up for the Fraud Squad launch. That's what we're doing right now. So the Fraud Squad is my 12-week mastermind for coaches and online service providers who are between 0k to 5k months looking to break through their current income level by unfiltering themselves and their content, getting hella visible and confident being visible, and signing dream clients into their programs. Imposter syndrome and self-doubt have held you back for far too long, and now it's time for you to say what you really want to say in your content, believe that you can get your clients a transformation, let your guard down so you can be authentically you online, and drop the fear of judgment, failure, and even the fear of success. Because when you step into your most authentic and empowered self, the clients and the money you want to bring in through your business are right on your heels. It's going down in the fraud squad and you can get on the wait list at the link in my show notes. We open the doors to enrollment on August 14th and by joining the wait list, it gets you $111 off your enrollment. The investment is two 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 two, so $2,222 or four monthly payments of five five five. And if you pay in full, you get a bonus one-to-one call with me. But if you need the payment plan, that's why it is there for you. However, if you are a coach or an online service provider that is scaling to six or multiple six figures and you want to do so without imposter syndrome, self-doubt, and without the self-sabotage of your next level of worthiness and wealth, then one-to-one coaching is more your vibe. My one-to-one clients are increasing their monthly income every single month, refining their messaging, pivoting without losing any income at all, and making big changes to their business while standing in their worthy identity and staying grounded in who the fuck they are. So head to the link in my show notes if this sounds like your jam and apply there. One-to-one coaching is 10k pay in full, but there are also payment plan options available, of course. Now let's get into the episode. Today I'm going to share with you the mindset behind selling my offers without experiencing any imposter syndrome at all, without feeling like a fraud at all. And I think it's been a hot minute since I've defined imposter syndrome for you guys, so let me do that. 
The Googles will tell us that imposter syndrome is the persistent internalized fear of being revealed as a fraud. And yeah, I would call it a fear. In entrepreneurs, it's almost like this feeling of someone is going to find me out. They're going to call out something I say and oppose me. I'll look stupid or they're going to ask me to prove my credentials or why I'm qualified. It's this feeling of not being good enough, not being worthy enough. And I actually curated my own reason for its existence for entrepreneurs specifically. And that is that imposter syndrome becomes apparent in the presence of emotional and creative risk. Okay, let me say that again. Imposter syndrome becomes apparent in the presence of emotional and creative risk risk, which is all entrepreneurship is, right? Especially online entrepreneurship, because that's what we're doing. We're, we're putting our work out there for people to see and analyze and critique. And if our emotional safety is threatened, like for example, if you want to share an opinion and someone were to call you out, then that's also super scary as well. But imposter syndrome goes so much deeper than just these surface level examples. It's also worthiness around money. If you're an entrepreneur trying to make your first couple bucks, you may realize that you have thoughts of who am I to make money on the internet? When I was beginning to surpass the income that most of my family had gotten in an entire year, I hit up against who was I, little Jilly, to make more money than most of the adults in my family, right? So as I've scaled to half a million and as my clients have scaled in their businesses, imposter syndrome will pop up in different ways, like fear that their clients are unhappy or that their clients aren't going to get results, their identities not aligning with the results that they are getting, fear of getting bigger and more successful and being responsible for upholding that, that success, etc. So it's not just like you overcome imposter syndrome in the beginning of your business and then you're Gucci. It really is something that you will consistently hit up against as you scale and grow, and there's nothing wrong with it at all. It doesn't actually mean you're a fraud. It just means that you're stepping into a new identity with new results, and you have to acclimatize to that identity. It's like when you go on vacation, let's say somewhere tropical, like I remember going to Cuba with my family in grade school, and I saw a man wearing jeans and a sweater. And I was like, oh my God, it is so hot. How can he be wearing jeans? But it's because he had adjusted to the weather in his country. He became acclimatized and it just became a normal temperature to him. So when we experience imposter syndrome, it's because our identity isn't aligned yet with where we want to go or who we want to be, or our identity is in conflict with the results that we are getting. It doesn't mean you're a fraud or that you don't know what you're doing or that you're a bad person. But just because I tell you that you're not a fraud, it doesn't help when you're trying to sell your services and you feel extremely fraud-like, right? So even if you've signed clients consistently before and gotten clients into your offers, things can look fine from the outside, but on the inside, you're feeling really unconfident and unsure of yourself. And when you show up to sell, you're just like, what the actual fuck am I saying? And of course, I'm a human. I definitely have times where I'm questioning my messaging or how to say things in a clear and concise way especially because I have ADHD and I love to over-explain things. But there is this deep confidence and worthiness when I sell because I know that the person who is receiving my message is going to get the result and they are going to completely change their life with the offer that I'm presenting to them. So I wanted to give you a little bit of insight to my brain and my thoughts when I'm showing up to sell my services whether it's my book, You're Not Special, that's like $16, or my one-to-one -one coaching, that's 10 k or my mastermind, that's 2 k 
Hey guys, I hope you're loving today's episode. I am just taking a brief pause in today's episode to share with you a client testimonial. These testimonials are either from group coaching clients or clients who are in my one-to-one coaching program. And I can't wait for you to hear how I have changed their lives and their businesses for the better. Leaving the container, I was basically a whole new person. Like my entire life changed. I was expecting to just work on like a little bit of confidence and business strategy, but we deep dived into everything that had been holding me back my entire life from releasing shame to always questioning myself and every move and word and thought that I had and releasing people pleasing and imposter syndrome and perfectionism and just so many things that had been holding me back. Thank you guys so much for listening. Now let's get back to the episode. So a very common fear that my clients experience is being afraid that the people they work with won't get the results that they are promising. And I totally coach them thoroughly on this because this thought is deeply rooted in other things. But if you and I were just talking like friends at brunch and you were looking for my hot take on this, I would say that this might mean that you don't believe in your client's abilities to get the result. And that is really seeing your potential or current clients in a negative light. The Pygmalion effect is a theory that the view that the leader has on the follower has a significant impact on the results of the follower, meaning that if the leader sees potential and holds the follower to a certain standard and expects them to get results, it is more likely to happen, like exponentially more. Now, In this case, it is your job as a coach or a service provider to see your client's potential. It might feel like it's all about you when you feel like a fraud and you don't feel good enough and you're like, can I even get my client's results? But it's like, who the fuck are you choosing to work with? You want to work with the empowered client. You want to work with somebody who is going to take action and participate and be an actual dream client. But it also requires you to see them as capable and to see their potential. And something that we don't realize is when we're so busy thinking that we're not good enough and we can't help somebody, we are also subtly insulting them by insinuating that they won't be able to get the results, even with our help. So I am always talking to that empowered client. I know exactly who they are. And making this shift has has had almost an immediate effect for me over the past couple of years in terms of who I have been calling into my business. I saw my audience as capable. I saw the clients I was working with as capable. And I just expect my clients to succeed. I also hold beliefs about myself that I think come from my ADHD slash potential autism. (laughs) And those are beliefs around me being a good person, that I'm a good coach, and that I want to do good in the world, right? Like I believe that and that helps me sell in a clean way. So sometimes when my clients sell, they get this sense that they're doing it for them. Like, giving value is for their audience, of course, but then they pivot to selling and selling isn't for their audience, it's for them. But you need to see your sales as an act of service in itself. And when you do, you eliminate this feeling of sales being self-serving because your offers are for your audience. They are fully for your dream client to get the results that they want to achieve. And it's important for me to see myself as a good and loving person who is being of service as a coach, who is genuinely a good coach, who continuously works on my craft and cares about her clients. 
Of course, I'm selling to make money and I don't feel shame about that, but I also chose a profession where I can be of service to other people and where I can help others. I know I'm a good person at my core. I didn't always believe that though because of imposter syndrome, but now I know I care about people and when I direct my brain to the fact that when I sell, it is valuable to others because they want the transformation I'm providing selling becomes more fun it becomes easier and my conversions are naturally higher that way believe that your selling is of service because your offers are of service they are to help your ideal client it is not about doing something for you and finally I have always seen sales as just an invitation to my party and I'm sure you've heard this analogy before but let me explain how I use it so I am just sending out invitations when I sell, right? But if someone doesn't choose to come, it doesn't mean anything about me whatsoever. Like for my 30th birthday last year, three of my best friends had things come up where they couldn't come at at the last minute. And it was so easy to make it about me. And I did let myself have a little pity party about it. But then I sucked it up because A... My friends who did come didn't deserve me being sad about the people who couldn't come. And B, it had nothing to do with me at all. And with regards to the first point, right? When people are sad because they only got like, oh, I only got three into my group or four into my group or two into my group. It's like you are really not being grateful for the people that have said yes and what you focus on expands so be grateful for the people that you have signed that you currently are working with even if it's just one person right so there were a couple reasons why some of my friends couldn't come right like one of them was super pregnant the other one was in a totally different city and they couldn't get back the other had a young child at home It wasn't about me at all. And they've come to other parties I've had before and they came to ones after that. No big deal. And sales are the same. There's always another sale. There's always another launch. There's always another client. When you sell, it's just an invitation to your party and you are going to celebrate the fuck out of the clients who say yes and who show up on their own accord. I'm not going to make it mean anything if people say no to my party or they just simply don't show up because the right people always come to my party and they're happy to be there and they participate in the fun and the games. You only want to call in people who want to be at your party and it's so much easier to think about sales as an invitation to your party instead of this heavy thing that makes you feel salesy or pushy or whatever. There is no manipulation going on. There's no, you need this, you're broken, let me fix you kind of vibe. It's an invitation to my party and I only want to invite the people that want to be there, right? So that is an inside look to my brain when I show up to sell without feeling like a fraud. How did we like today's episode? I really hope you loved it. And now I want you to head over to the show notes and either get on the waitlist for the fraud squad if you are a coach or online service provider looking to break through the 0k to 5k a month mark as this is my 12-week mastermind to help you unfilter your content, get visible, and sign clients 
or if you're scaling to six or multiple six figures and you want to do so without imposter syndrome and without self-sabotaging your next level of worthiness and wealth, you are going to want to apply to my one-to-one coaching. So both of those links are in the show notes. I love you guys and I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Head to the show notes to learn how you can work with me, where you can buy my best-selling book, You're Not Special, and how to get on my email list for free. Screenshot this episode and add it to your Instagram stories, tagging me at your coach, Joe. See you next time.